0: hello and welcome everyone to episode 11 of the official gears podcast where we are talking everything from mouse ears to butterbeer my name is brian he is alan and we're your mouse experts with ears of experience alan you want to say hello hey everybody how's it going so we're switching back to speaking about mouse ears uh this episode and with the reopening of walt disney world in florida we just thought we would kind of run down all the changes with you guys and give you our thoughts and um, just kind of walk you through all the different changes that are out there so um going to be a good episode for everybody that hasn't had a chance to keep up with all the changes there's been a lot of them I know it's been hard for me to keep up with them but um Alan, did have you had a chance to kind of go over everything and get thoughts uh, on them
1: yeah there's been a lot of things a lot a lot happening uh you know as part of the reopening that um it's good to talk about so Uh, Let's start with, um, you know, so the the Walt Disney World Resort has reopened. Um, They started as a phased reopening. So on July 11th, we had Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom reopen to guests. And then on July 15th, uh, we got Hollywood Studios and Epcot reopened. Disney Springs was already open uh, earlier. Um, So the parks are all open again, which is great to see. Um, They are operating at a reduced capacity. So that's one of the main things that um, we're going to talk about here is um, what does that mean? So we know right now that um, they're they're not allowing the normal amount of guests into the park and what they're doing to help keep crowds uh, at a manageable level is that they have introduced the new park pass system. Uh, So the park pass reservation system actually means that uh, if you have a reservation uh, for a resort, Or you have tickets for the parks and no reservation. uh, You will have to go online through the app through the My Disney Experience app. um, Or online with My Disney Experience and um, actually get a reservation for the park that you want to go to on the day you want to go. So that's a bit different. um, And that Disney is the only park only resort down there currently doing that. Um, The other parks don't have a reservation system. So it's not that difficult. Um, Have you had a chance to look at it yet, Brian.
0: I have. I've actually used it a couple of times for um, myself and for some clients. And it sounds when you, when you're kind of reading it, it sounds like it can be kind of confusing. Uh, But when you actually sit down and do it, it's a lot easier than booking a fast pass to be honest. So Mm. if you, you know, if our listeners have gotten on and they've made fast passes before or dining reservations, this is so much simpler. Um, You get on, you go through the, um, the calendar, you figure out which park you want to go to on which day. It tells you if it's available or not. If it's available, you click it. um, You select your party, who's all going to be there with you, and then you confirm it, you're done. Um, And it does tell you on certain days which parks are not available, that if they've already met capacity, which right now I believe it's Hollywood Studios is the only one that has met capacity, and that's just for the next couple of weeks. After that, I think everything is pretty wide open. So.
1: Yeah. So, uh, it's interesting. It's not real difficult. Um, if anybody had, um, like Brian said to gone through, uh, dining or fast passes, or if anybody had been to the parks before and, um, use that virtual queue for rise of the resistance, it's a similar concept. So mm-hmm. you have to have tickets for each person that's going in your party and they have to be linked in the my Disney experience app or on the website to each individual person. Um, and, if you have a resort reservation, you also have to have those linked. And then like Brian said, you just pick the, the month and day you want to go. Um, and once you click it, uh, it will tell you which parks are available and you can click the reservation for the park and uh, link your guests to it and everybody will be able to go. So again, this is a way of helping to control the crowds and know who's going to be at which park on which day. Um, the downside at the moment is that um, they are still not allowing park hopping at the moment so you have to have a reservation for the park you want to go to that day and you are uh, able to come and go to that park but only that park for the day
0: yeah which we we have heard um, park hoppers may come back sooner than people expected Uh, I have clients traveling in October and their park hoppers have not been canceled yet so they still have them on their reservation I imagine as we get a little closer with the numbers the way they are for the uh, the virus that those probably will go away but as of right now, I'm not yeah. taking them off just for the chance that they may stay. Um, so hopefully they won't be gone too long, but when park hopping does come back, I imagine there's gonna be some tweaks to the reservation system to be able to control the crowds again, because right now, uh, I believe they're operating at, is it 20% capacity? Something uh, around, yeah, they're saying,
1: I don't think they're giving us an official number, but that's what they had yeah. originally said. Um, and then they would ramp up as the weeks go on. Um, yeah. You know, so depending on how things go and, um, you know, Florida has unfortunately been in the news a whole lot lately about how things are going. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we're just hoping that they're able to continue operating as they are, whether they, you know, expand and bring more people in soon. We don't know. Um, we don't have any insight into that. Unfortunately, we wish we did, um, you know, but we're, we're kind of taking it day by day as well and seeing what happens. Um, but for the most part, there haven't really been, Um, anything that i've seen too many complaints or or concerns about this park pass system so no
0: it's super easy to do and like i said i mean it's if you've done park uh uh, fast passes or dining reservations or the uh virtual queue for for uh rise of the resistance resistance it's pretty much very similar Uh, i want to say almost the same thing but you don't have to be in the park to do this
1: Yes. Uh, I've right. made
0: I've, I've made my park reservations for February already. So for for run Disney. Um, and as far as the virus goes, I know some people are concerned because of um, uh, Shanghai has recently made the decision to close again because of the virus. Um, that's a completely different entity over there because of the Chinese government and, and who owns it. Um, so I don't really see Disney doing that at the moment. Um, I think the hope is to continue on as, as best they can and, and when we've had people down in the parks. We've seen videos from friends and uh people within our company and they they've just raved about how clean it is, how um how much safer they feel there versus at home. So True. um yeah. I'm not I would not be worried one bit about going down and, and spending a week in Florida at at Magic Kingdom or, or any of the parks, but um traveling down there on an airplane may be a different story. <laughs> so <laughs> Well,
1: and so that's something, you know, I've already had that kind of conversation with some of my um, clients as well, is, you know, how safe do you think it is and are you willing to go? Um, You know, this is going to come down to a personal choice for everybody's family. Everybody's family is a little bit different. So, you know, Brian says he feels comfortable going. Um, I know I feel comfortable going, but I'm in a different relation, a different um, type of situation at home. So, you know, there's two of us at home I don't have kids. I don't have, you know, um, older family that is close by and visiting, you know, daily. So, um, as we are, you know, we're fairly isolated in our own little bubble anyway. So, I feel like if I were to go and, um, you know, follow all the precautions and somehow come back with COVID, um, I'm still in a situation where I'm relatively isolated. and It would be easy for me to isolate and go through a quarantine. Um, and I wouldn't feel like I was putting anybody else at risk. So, you know, everybody's family is different Mm and how your situation is. So, you know, I I do agree um, with a lot of things we're seeing that I would feel a lot safer at Disney right now um, than sometimes in my local stores. Um, there's a lot of craziness going on out there right now, and it just doesn't seem to be happening at Disney. Um, not a whole lot of pushbacks with the masks. They're doing what, you know, cast members ask. And, um, it, it seems to be pretty smooth. Um, we are hearing about a lot of different cleaning uh, that's going on in between um, some of the attractions and guest riding and things like that. So it's a different situation, but again, it's it's what is going to work for you and your family and how comfortable do you feel? Um, yeah. <laughs> you like you said, uh, Brian and I are in a situation where we could actually drive down instead of fly. Um, so that also is something to factor in. You know, do you want to get on a plane or do you want to spend time in a plane right now? Again, it depends on you know, your level of risk in your situation. And, and it's, you know, going to be different for everybody. If it's not right for you, and it's not time for you to go, we understand that. And we totally get it. Um, if you feel like you are in a situation and you want to go, we're happy to help, you know, but we're not okay. here to um, sway you one way or the other. Effectively. We're just here to help let you weigh the options and make the decision and, and give you as much information as we can on what's right for you and your family.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you you said that there's been no pushback from guests about the mask or anything like that at the, at any of the parks, and so far, from all the information that I've read, I have not seen where a case has been reported from anybody that has visited either Walt Disney World or Universal Studios. Um, now there could be cases where people didn't, you know, say, oh, you know, I got to tell Walt Disney World or Universal Studios that I got it, so they can, you know. Report it to the local authorities down there, um, but so far Universal Studios in Walt Disney World have have pretty much said they've been, um, you know, case free. Which, as many people traveling back and forth, you know, it's it's really amazing and it's a testament to the policies they put in place. Which I feel like Universal is a little more laid back when it comes to some of the mm-hmm. things because that, I don't want to say they rushed to open, but. When they made they the decision the to open. Yeah. We were all like, Oh my goodness. Okay. This is soon. Let's see how this goes. And Disney kind of, you know, played it a little slower. Um, so again, I, I feel like it's a testament to the procedures they have in place, the cast members that they have that are really making sure everything is safe for people to go. Um, and I want to touch back on the, the, uh, flying. I don't have an actual problem flying on the airplane because I believe with the filters, the airlines are using the airplanes have never had cleaner air. And mm-hmm. most of that air gets pushed out while you're flying anyway. Um, mm-hmm. It's not being recirculated through the plane. It's the airports. Yeah, uh, with, exactly. all, with all the people and everything. And I know, you know, they get in temperature checked and everything in the airports, but still it's, you get that many people in such a small area. And I don't know, like, It's always it just makes me a little, <laughs> a little nervous. So, um, but yeah, yeah I'm, I, I'm ready I was to go. Still
1: traveling through the end of March. Yeah, for yeah you were a day job and, uh, yeah, the airports, even to the end of March, were getting a little interesting. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. that that's I agree. It's that's the concern is the the airports and what's going on at the airports and things more so than being on the actual plane. Um, but again, it, you know, it's different for everybody. Um, so if anybody's listening and you're like, hey, I saw online, a lot of people were complaining about the masks um, in different groups and things like that. You're right. We've seen those, too. A lot of people saying, oh, if you have to wear a mask, I'm not going to go. Um, We're talking about the people that have gone and are actually there at the parks. Um, You know, there's not uh, the mass people, you know, fainting and passing out from heat exposure uh, as many people (laughs) have said would happen from everyone. Um, You know, there's not a lot of uh, pushback like we're saying with cast members. Um, In fact, everybody that I've seen, the cast members are so excited to have people back and to be back at work. They're just, um, amazing so our agency owner Amy was there um, opening weekend and uh, she said you know the regulars and the locals that you know at the restaurant and the, the lounge and things like that you know we're practically crying to have people back and so excited and um, everybody's just so really friendly and and uh, you know happy to see people again mm-hmm. so I I think that's great too that is yeah. a big testament about you know the service that you get at Disney
0: yeah And I I want to touch on the mask in a minute, but um, we we mentioned that the parks are open. You can make your choice of which ones you want to go to at this point. However, not all the resorts are open, so um, I want to just kind of go through the list of the resorts that you can book now and then some of the ones that are going to be opened up in the near future. But so as of right now, you can go to, uh, you can make a reservation at Bay Lake Tower at the Contemporary Resort, Boulder Ridge Villas at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, Copper Creek Villas and Cabins at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas, Kadani Village, um, Disney Beach Club Villas, Disney Boardwalk Villas, the Contemporary Resort, Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, Old Key West, the Polynesian Villas and Bungalows, um, Pop Century, the Riviera Resort, Saratoga Springs, and the Villas at the Grand Floridian. So there are some really popular resorts that are not open at the moment, but you still have a lot of good choices that you can choose from if you wanted to make a reservation for in the near future. Well, and there's a trend there, if you didn't
1: notice, um, that uh, many of those are all the villas. Um, So, you know, it's not something that we talk about a whole lot, but, um, you know, most of these were vacation club resorts that opened first. Um, Mm -hmm. And that is, you know, there's a lot of people that are, vacation club members and you know, they're basically paying for a mortgage and not able to go. So yeah. I think that um, brought in a lot of push to get the um, the vacation club resorts open first. And some of those, you know, around um, the Seven Seas Lagoon right there in front of the magic kingdom. Um, you know, but that's just something worth noting. So um, one thing we want to point out is if you have a reservation currently and you are due to go and your resort is not open, uh, Disney is automatically upgrading you to one of the resorts that's open. Yes. So you don't get a choice in the resort they put you in. They will move you to a resort. Um, and if they do, there is no upgrade fee or no additional charge to you. Now, if they move you to a resort and you don't want to be at that resort and you wanna to go to another resort, um, there will be a, a bit of a fee uh, to go to the resort you want depending on you know what the price difference was from your booked package and what the resort is that's open so just something to keep in mind Um, but I can tell you um, if you've never stayed at one of these resorts most of these are the um, the deluxe villas so yeah they're they're nice they're really nice the high end of the rooms you can get at Disney
0: they are and um, so the ones that we mentioned that are open now um, of course they're gonna stay open Uh, The next wave of resorts to open will be uh, the Caribbean Beach Resort, which is July 29th. Um, August 12th, you'll have the Polynesian Village Resort and Disney's Art of Animation Resort open up. August 24th, you have the Yacht Club and Beach Club Resorts. Uh, September 21st is the Grand, Grand Floridian. October 1st is the Boardwalk Inn. And then October 14th is Coronado Springs Resort. So as Alan was saying, if you have a reservation for this fall, and we have not mentioned the resort that you have a or reservation resort. for, you will be getting an upgrade. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, we didn't mention any of the value resorts other than Art of Animation and Pop Century. So if you have right. one of the all-stars, consider yourself blessed to be <laughs> able to get an upgrade to one of these deluxe villas or, or deluxe resorts um, or for the same price
1: Are Or some of our favorites, uh, the Port Orleans resorts, those are not yeah. on the list yeah. yet either. So, yeah, yeah. there's are getting still a steal. Pending, but yeah, it's it's a great deal.
0: Yeah, and and we've heard reports that uh, Port Orleans is not going to be open until possibly the end of next year, um, which it, it's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, but that just gives me an opportunity to visit one of the ones that I haven't. So, um, right. well, but I mean, there's still lots of good choices. There's a lot of there's a lot of changes
1: still going on at Disney. Um, yes. So some of the things that have come out, um, and I know this is just kind of overall, um, wasn't really on our points topics here, is that um, the international program for the folks that typically work in staff Epcot in the uh, World Showcase, that program is on indefinite hold. Um, And these, keep in mind, these are things that Disney is working to staff as much as they can um, with the staff they have. You know, There's a lot of seasonal employees that come in for the summer. But um, Disney brings in a lot of college program children that are, are, not kids, um, people that are working on the college program and uh, they're going to college and getting um, education and work experience at Disney and the folks that are on the international program. So they come in and they work uh, the resorts um, and the attractions and things at Epcot. Um, But to the state of the world right now and international travel, you know, it's just not feasible to have those contracts and those folks coming right now. Uh, So that's one thing to expect is a bit different as you're roaming around Epcot is, you know, if you're in the UK, you might find Americans and not British folks. If you are in France, you're going to find, you know, local Floridian residents, not people from France. Um, And again, it's not, uh, I don't, I don't believe this is anything Disney's trying to do, um, you know, that, that would distract from the park experience. It's just logistics. Um, Yep. There's some things that we talk about when we talk about Disney compared to Universal and SeaWorld who opened earlier, uh, there are so many, so much more area, so many more people and so much more logistics that has to go into um, getting these places open. So, you know, if you have staff that uh, moved and didn't come back, you don't have all the staff to open all the resorts right away. So you have to kind of work on building back up to that. You probably also don't have, you know, the reservations at the moment to fill all the resorts like you did before. So yeah. you know, just keep these things in mind that it's a state of flux and what's going on right now. It's not bad. It's, you know, I totally expect those things to come back. Um, we just don't know
0: at the moment when it will be. So yeah, um, just wanted to kind of point that out. I think one thing a lot of people don't realize is Disney is, if not the largest, one of the largest employers in the world, yes. as far as how, how many people they employ. And a lot of those are to that college program. Mm-hmm. So um, so when I may worked be at Disney l- way back when, <laughs> uh, Disney
1: employed uh, over 50,000 people at the time, just in Central Florida, just Disney, not counting Universal, not counting SeaWorld, not counting all of International Drive and the other resorts. That's a lot of people to employ. Um, you know and to be able to schedule and get those things together and you know like we said bringing in international folks and the college program kids um it, it's way more
0: logistics than people realize yeah so it, yeah and and you know we may <laughs> have a few longer yeah so so we have a few a little bit longer wait time when we call to make reservations mm-hmm. um if people call guest services you may have a little longer wait time um customer service at the parks uh or guest services um, Yeah. There's there may be a little bit longer wait time because they don't have the people they normally do for certain things, mm-hmm. but they're using the people that they have wisely. Correct. they you know they're like we said before they're making sure you're safe. You're, they're they're cleaning. They're wiping things down. Um, they're have people walking through making sure that you're wearing your mask. Um, mm-hmm. You know stuff like that. So um, a lot of people yeah.
1: redeployed kind of into different roles than they were before. Yeah. Um, to help make sure that all these uh, criteria are being
0: met. Yeah, so, so we, we're going to miss the um, people native to their their areas, their countries. Um, yes. You know, when you're talking about Epcot mainly, but then just, just at the other parks, um, your resorts, um, they, they have people native to those um, certain areas when it comes to like Caribbean Beach and stuff like that, the restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we're going to miss them, well, but they'll be all, back. Of, uh, all of Animal Kingdom Lodge, you know, so yes. much of the
1: staff there is African. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah keeping
1: the authenticity going you know the folks that were in boma oh my gosh i love and miss boma so much <laughs> um you know but it, it's some of those things were, were it's going to be different for a little while
0: yeah but they, they will be back um and when they're back they're going to be just as excited to see us as, as we are to see them so exactly um you know the, the magic's not gone it's just in a different area you know? it's just <laughs> what we keep saying it, it's not gone it's just different it's a little so, different right now. yeah 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 um, so let's, let's I, talk about the masks. What's okay. going on with the masks. Um, so the mask, <laughs> it seems like it's a hot debate everywhere. Uh, right. however, there is no debate when you visit Walt Disney World, any of the resorts, um, any of the parks, you're required to wear a mask and it must be a mask. It cannot be a gator unless it has the ear, ear holes, I believe is what we've the newest thing. Um, yes. Which it seems like the mask mandate is changing on just about every week on what's allowed, what's not allowed. So, um, mm-hmm. so you have to have the two ply mask with the um, ear holes, which I think the kind that would wrap around the, your head would consider you be considering ear hole. Um, I think they just want it to make sure it's secure to your head. Um, yeah. So the, that the again,
1: website actually says that face coat. All face coverings, whether disposable or reusable, must be made of at least two layers of breathable fabric, uh, fully cover the nose, mouth, and secure under the chin, Uh, fit snugly but comfortably against the sides of the face, uh, and be secured with ties or ear loops and allow the guests to remain hands free. So at this time, based on guidance from health authorities, neck gaiters and open chin triangle bandanas are not acceptable face coverings
0: which I didn't get the neck bandanas anyway, like that, that to me just didn't make any sense. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, I, it keeps you from
1: coughing, you know, directly in somebody's face, but you breathe hard you enough, cough, the bottom of it blows the out. The bottom flies <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, so. so, yeah. Um, I didn't get either. Now the gators yeah. I thought were, were interesting because, um, you know, the, that's one of the things everybody was talking about, about temperatures. and things. there's a lot of cooling gators out there. We bought a couple <laughs> of the cooling gators. Um, and they're fairly comfortable however <laughs> i did watch uh some one of the youtube channels that i like to um keep track of and uh there's a gentleman on there who was at SeaWorld riding roller coasters and trying out different face masks to see how well they held up uh and i can immediately see part of the problem is as he wore his net gaiter on the roller coasters all the g-forces pull it off his face so hmm. um you know people tend to scream on a roller coaster so again you're Breathing out a whole lot, uh, you know, yeah. possibly spittle, which happens when you're screaming. Um, you know, so if you're breathing really harshly and somebody's sitting behind you, gator comes down, That's well, probably not a good thing.
0: Um, I, I personally I have the it. gators. I, I have the gators and I have a lot of yeah. them, um, mainly because of the cooling kind and I, I'm outside yeah. a lot. Um, I tend to, if I'm talking on the phone while I've got my gator on, I, I tend to eat it. Uh, just because my mouth is going and it just sucks right in. And so, yeah, I could definitely see a mask being a little bit more beneficial while you're walking around the park. Um, as much did as I hate to say it, because I feel like they're a little harder. I did not get a filter. So we have the, we got the, some of the gators
1: we got came with filters, the little, um, uh, rectangular, uh, PM 2.5 filters or whatever. Um, and when we wear those in the gator, it helps that. Considerably, so it gives it a little more stiffness right in front of the face, and
0: it doesn't, you know, suck into mm-hmm. your mouth quite as easily. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah we, like we so I, that.
0: Too. I normally don't talk that much. I, I know that's probably you know, a bunch of people <laughs> like, no, that, you you do, but um, but I, I was just sucking it in, and I was just yeah. like, okay, this isn't going to work at you know Disney World or something like that. Um, so I the know, mask us, probably we were all talking.
1: One. There were so many great Disney ones and stuff. We were all sharing like, hey, look at this yeah. one, and this one, and. Yeah, not at the moment, so. Yeah, I've I've
0: tried to, I've looked for fabric to get some made and I'm like, they're all, stores are sold out. You go online, there's, I mean, I would rather have one made so I know it fits in everything versus going, you know, buying one online and spending the money and then have to worry about resending it back or whatever, but um, definitely make sure if you're visiting the parks or the resorts, you have a mask, Um, you are required to wear it basically everywhere when you're walking, um, except at the pools. You can take them off the pools. And then they do have a few, um, I guess they're mask-free zones in the parks. Um, Yes, relaxation
1: stations.
0: Relaxation stations. That's what I was like. I know there's some name for it. Um, In the parks. And so there's three at Magic Kingdom. You can find them in Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, and Adventureland. Animal Kingdom has one in Discovery Island and Asia, the land of uh, the land of Asia. Hollywood Studios has one in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and then they have another one in Launch Bay, which I kind of like the idea of having a launch bay because you have the air conditioning, mm-hmm. so you you can get the cooling off without the mask on. Um, and the Netcot has one in Future World, United Kingdom, and again in Norway, which the one in Norway is in the restaurant, um, so again you can sit down, take your mask off, and enjoy a little bit of air conditioning, especially right now with it being close to hundred degrees every day. So, yeah. Um, so, so don't, don't feel like parks, when you're walking around, you can't take them off. You they have an opportunity yeah. to take them off. I know people that was the big thing is we're going to get so hot. We're going to paint I
1: mean, or f- paint paint and pass out. And yeah. yeah
0: if, you, if you're going to the parks, expect it to be hot. It's no hotter than it is every year. You're not going to be waiting in line nearly as much. So you're not going to be in the heat nearly as much. Uh, I mean, we've seen some of these lines where they're backed out and there's no shade whatsoever because the lines are so long. If you have a mask on, it's it's going to be a little more hotter than than normal. But um, again, if you're not waiting in line, the full hour that you're used to instead of just, you know, maybe 20 yeah. minutes this time around, it kind of balances itself out a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. And all the parks do have some sort of relaxation rest area, um, designated mm-hmm. areas. So you can go into this area and you can socially distance and you can take your mask off and, you know, take a little bit of a break. Um, and if you're sitting at a a table for a meal or anything like that, um, if you're seated, you can have and have food and drinks, you can have your mask off. Um, Disney's gotten a little more strict in this one saying that, um, you have to be actively eating or drinking to have your mask off if you're walking. So a lot of people were, you know, carrying around a bottle, of something to drink or a churro and using that as an excuse to keep their mask off and Disney closed that loophole. <laughs> yeah. Stop and enjoy your snack. When you're ready to walk, you know, put your mask back on and you're good to go. Um, and, and I don't think that's unreasonable personally. No,
0: especially like I said, you're yeah. not waiting in line nearly as long as you normally are. So yeah. take it, the time and happens. enjoy your I snack. I think the longest we've seen
1: on anything was 45 minutes. And I know somebody who said they rode Flight of Passage four times in one
0: day like yeah, somebody wrote it tw- uh, twice in the first 20 minutes that the yeah. park was open. <laughs> so, the, so the attendance is very different. If if you can go and you are comfortable with going, now is the time to go and enjoy the yeah. attractions. And uh, that yeah. 45 minute wait was probably for Splash Mountain and we'll get into that later. Normally Splash Mountain probably had about 20 minute wait just like everything else. Um but with the circumstances surrounding Splash Mountain, like I said, we'll get into that in a minute. But um, that was probably the one that was at forty-five minutes. It was so, one, yes. Uh,
1: seven Dwarfs got close to that as well. Um, which that one's always long.
0: Always, I mean, yeah, it's
1: yeah, just how it is. Forty-five so. minutes is a breeze at <laughs> <and> Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gosh, we went uh, at one of the parties, and we still waited like twenty-five or thirty minutes, even at one of the parties. So
0: yeah, really low so, attendance. One thing everybody has questions about with the mask is the water parks and the water rides. Can you explain what the mask mandate is for those situations?
1: So if you're actively in a pool, you don't have to wear a mask. Um, <laughs> if you are on a water attraction, um, like Kali River Rapids, for example, or a water slide at one of the parks, um, they're not gonna make you wear a mask because uh, nobody wants to be waterboarded with their mask, right? um if you are i believe if you are sitting in a lounge chair and you're not um at a fair distance from other guests they want you to keep your mask on but and when you're up and walking around in the water parks and things like that um they want you to so if you're walking you know from your resort to the pool they want you to have your mask on while you're walking to the pool and and going to the pool area um you know just while you're up and about is the big thing that they've got going right now so um Yeah, if you're actively in a pool, actively in a water slide or a water attraction, uh, they're not going to make you wear a mask. They are spacing out differently. So Mm -hmm. um, we talked about Kali River Rapids rider, I mentioned that. So you normally have about 10 people to a raft. They may cut that back to, you know, one or two families where everybody's spaced apart nicely. Um, So that's the kind of thing that's affecting some of the lines in some of those places. But yeah, if you're you're getting wet, they're not going to make you wear a face covering.
0: Yeah, but like I said, if you're in a lounge chair, Um, make sure to flip evenly so that way you don't have uh, tan lines on (laughs) your face. (laughs) (laughs) Whole new thing going on there.
1: We all get the Florida tan and then you get the face mask tan.
0: (laughs) We we mentioned the resorts and some of the closures on the resorts. Uh, We need to also mention that um, when it comes to the pools at the resorts, that um, they're social distancing there and they're also limiting the number of people that are at the pools at a time. Mm -hmm. so i saw uh, it was back when they first opened um but i saw a line of about uh 20 people long waiting to get into one of the pools at animal kingdom and i just Mm kind of laughed i was like you know did you get a fast pass for it you
1: know
0: they're only letting i don't know the number but let's say they're letting 20 people in at a time it's not like a ride when the ride's over you get off and no people you know you move up in line this was you're waiting for people to finish their time at the pool and then you get in. And I just, I thought that was funny. And it was something I never thought of that, you know, if you're looking at a resort, maybe look at one that has multiple pools just to um, Mm -hmm. avoid situations like that. So
1: yeah, if you're definitely a pool goer, it's something to think about, but again, the resorts are not at full capacity either. So I can't imagine, um, you know, lines like that all the time.
0: Yeah. I I think this was right back when the park started opening. So, um, the picture may have been taken a couple of days before the parks were open. And so the resort was maybe a little bit more busy than normal. So, um, but it's just something to think about that. If you guys are pool goers, you know, keep it Prepare for it. Yeah. So.
1: What about some transportation that's going on? Um, how's the transportation looking?
0: So as of right now, you still have the monorail system running. Um, you still have the buses of course, and you have the monorail system. I mean, not the monorail, the uh, Skyliner. So I believe the minivan service is down for the time being. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a date on when it's coming back. And the same thing with the ferries. I haven't heard if they're running yet or not. So So, uh, the ferry from Ticket Transportation
1: Center to the Magic Kingdom is operating. And um, the watercraft going to uh, the Contemporary the Wilderness Lodge and uh, Polynesian are operating. The watercraft to Grand Floridian is not, and I believe that is um, something we will talk about coming up uh, for reasons going on there. Um, the friendship boats at uh, that that connect the resorts between Hollywood Studios and Epcot, um, the Swan and Dolphin, the Yacht and Beach, the Boardwalk, those were not operating yet either. But many of those resorts were not open. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. Skyliner was open to get you back and forth between Pop Century um, and the parks. Uh, But some of those friendship boats were not running yet. So yeah, again, if the resorts are not full and operating, no sense really in running some of the transportation to those resorts, Um, you know, just kind of makes sense. Uh, But we do expect those to come back as well.
0: Yeah, and with the transportation options that are open, um, again, they are social distancing. They are limiting the capacity of uh, people that are uh being transported so the monorail is you know running a little bit more um slowly <laughs> yes yeah, so your lines are a little bit longer um for those the same thing with the Skyliner they're only letting parties traveling together on um and the buses as well so um it's one of those it's it's kind of hard to judge how long to you know when people always say like, how you know how long should I plan for between our resort to the park? And, you know, normally we can tell them, you know, this amount of time. And right now it's, it's kind of hard to judge. And, and it's one good thing about having the app that you can, and the screens at the bus stations, it tells you when the next, uh, you know, bus is bus coming. Bus yeah. So, um, the Skyliner is always a great option because it, it's that almost a, constant a lot thing. of people. Yeah. And it's just if- a constant flow. So, right, and even not
1: putting multiple families into a gondola, I, I don't think that's gonna make the line in that very long at all. Even if it's one yeah. family per gondola, they're about every you know 10 or 15 seconds, there's another one going mm-hmm. by. So,
0: and they uh, don't stop, even if you have a um, somebody in a wheelchair, handicapped, something like that, they, they don't stop. They have a separate um, car that they just seamlessly transition onto the, the line, and it's just a constant flow. So, yeah. Um, it's a great option especially for now yeah um, and the same thing with the monorail I mean it's it can hold so many people at one time um, you're just not gonna have as many people on it as you normally do so well
1: I think with the monorails too um, and I'm guessing I haven't been there yet I, I the people that I know have been there that stayed on the monorail said that it was rough um, I think the limiting the capacity it's an indoor enclosed area Um yeah. they're trying to make sure it's clean so I think they're doing some cleaning between stops um, so it's just slowing the whole process down, but they're up and running. So, um, you know, be patient with that. They are looking up for your health and safety to make sure that, um, things are as clean as possible. So just yeah. keep that in mind as well.
0: And you can always, if you, I mean, if you drive down, you can still drive to the parks, um, mm-hmm. and if you're staying at, um, not grand Floridian yet, but if you are staying at uh, the contemporary, you can still walk. Um, yes. same thing with, um, you can still walk to Epcot and Hollywood studios. Uh, that resort. walk is a little longer yeah that walk is a little longer but you still have that option so
1: and the Skyliner is a pretty good option too yeah, um, yeah. so uh, for the transportation we talked a little bit about the minivan I know there was rumors that the minivan contracts were canceled and it was being let go um, I don't believe that rumor if you've heard that um, I believe it's a staffing issue at the moment um, yeah I think the minivans were super popular and a nice revenue stream for disney that i don't think Mm -hmm. that they will get rid of them permanently um i think they're just redistributing those cast members to other places where they're needed more at the moment so that's my belief i don't know for sure but it's my
0: opinion i'm yeah i'm with you i think it's too big of a money maker uh when you consider your competitors are uber and lyft Mm -hmm. and you have an opportunity to jump on board with that and you know if I have the option of doing Uber Lyft or a minivan for about the same price, I'm gonna trust the minivan because it's owned by Disney. Um, Uh, uh, Disney, Yeah, Yeah. and and so uh, I think it's a liability issue uh, right now and with the staffing issue, like you said, they don't wanna take the chance of putting people in a car, having them come down with the virus and then being uh, responsible for it, uh, is my opinion. I think it's a a safety issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and the staffing. but again, I mean, when you have that opportunity, there's a lot of people that do not like to take the uh, the bus from the airport to the resorts. Mm-hmm. Because, well, I guess from the resort back to the airport is what they don't really want to do uh, because of that th- three-hour early window. But if you can take a minivan for uh, $25, $50, whatever it is, um, that's, that's a wonderful option for a lot of families that I don't see Disney wanting to get rid of. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we see them all the time when we're down there. So... I think they're just gone for the moment, like you. I believe they'll be back potentially, maybe as early as next year. I don't know; it just depends on yeah. how things go. But as more and more people travel, I see it coming. You know, more stuff coming back quickly. Oh yeah, and don't so, quote Brian on that price to uh, the airport. No, I I think it's a little higher than that actually. But I, well, I but was thinking like I, yeah, I was thinking it was like twenty five fifty dollars per person. Um, but I honestly, I don't, I can't remember. It's been so long since I've taken it. I think so, it was one twenty five
1: was it i think it was 125 so just but but you know if you're there like brian says and you're you're taking the bus back um the buses leave three hours before your flight so i don't usually take the bus back i usually get an uber lift or minivan back to the airport for the same reason that i can stay in parks longer um you know if i have to be back at my resort three hours before my flight and my flight's at five o'clock you know i have to leave the parks at you know, one, 1230 or one to get back to my resort and get my bags and get ready to go. Um, whereas if I just take a minivan, um, you know, I can stay at the park until three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. tend to cut things short, but so don't follow my example. there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's a lot of great options. I, I do think they'll come back. Um, I think it was a great service and a great option for guests. Um, a lot of people really liked that they had car seats in them. So yes, that was a big option too.
0: And they're bigger than a lot of um, Uber and Lyfts also. Mm -hmm. So you can, you know, if you got a big party, uh, a minivan is a good option, so.
1: So let's move on into the parks and talk a little bit about what's going on in the parks, Brian. Um, This one is a a hot topic. Um, The castle has been made over for the anniversary of Walt Disney World. And um, if you watch some of the comments online, it's a love hate thing. You either love it yeah. or you hate it. There's not a whole lot of in the middle that I'm seeing. Which
0: um, isn't, isn't that the way with everything with Disney? It's either you love that they're <laughs> making a change or you hate that they're making a change.
1: Well, and I don't I mean, think this can... will be
0: a permanent change. I think
1: it's for the the anniversary. Yeah. Um, so the people that are that concerned about it, I believe it's just an anniversary thing. Like many of the other things they've done for anniversaries to the castle in the past. Yeah. Um, it, it's a temporary, you know, annual thing. Um, what do you I'm think of glad. the colors? I,
0: I don't mind the colors. I, I really think it, to be honest, I'm not very good when it comes to taking pictures. <laughs> I feel like that castle is a little more footage, uh, photogenic. Like it, it adds, a, it's, it's kind of like it's got its own color. a
1: little more pop.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but of course, to me, I think it needed a little bit of an update anyway. Um, you can mm. kind of tell in some of the pictures of the old castle versus the new one, uh, where it was fading and yep. so it definitely needed an update. And again, it's just for the the, the anniversary, um, which, who knows, at this point, if they're going to carry the anniversary into like the end of 2022 maybe now with all of everything going on, who knows. Um, yeah, it's hard to say. We haven't heard anything. Yeah. No, but it's, you know, if they were supposed to start celebrating at the end of uh, this year, if I remember correct. correct. Yeah. So, you know, they Hearing may not have it. that, f- yeah, they may not have that full year that they were hoping for, um, to get everybody in. So it could stay a little bit longer than we anticipated, but it's not bad. It's not like the, um, Candyland castle that Disneyland used, uh, years back. So, um, uh, are you talking about Disney world's 25th anniversary? Yes. The, 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 the Disney yeah. With, uh. it had the, the swirls on the turrets and everything and, and inflatable cake. Yeah. Stuff. That was that was I, horrendous. I hated that
1: one. But there are people I, that like, love it. it. There are people that love it. I don't it. understand. I think there were more that hated it. Um, yeah. You know, the, the people save up for a long time sometimes to go and take their family to Disney World and get a picture in front of that castle. And when you got there and it was Pepto-Bismol pink with inflatable, you know, cake icing on it, people were like, what the heck is this? Um, it looked like I Camu-Land. totally get that. I, it, I hated it. And they only did it to the front. They didn't do it to the entire castle. They only did it to the front where you could see it, um, which I thought was really odd as well. If you're going to do it, do it all, um, which they did this time. And uh, I I personally think the colors look really good. It it makes it pop. Um, People are are saying that the um, blue turrets are too blue. You're right. It might be a little bit here in the beginning, but if you haven't noticed, Disney knows how Florida works and... Um, the sun in Florida is great, but it's horrible on your buildings and your paint jobs. So everything fades. So that's why they tend to go a little richer shade, a little darker shade, a little brighter shade, however you want to look at it in the beginning. And it's going to fade a little bit, um, as time goes on. So it, it will kind of, you know, fill in a little bit more, but I think the the pink, the kind of rose gold and the blue, um, really stands out even on a blue, Sky Day that we've seen some great pictures of. Um, it, it just stands out a little more. Um, and I think it looks pretty great. So yeah.
0: First I, thing I have all. seen, so that you have the 25th anniversary castle. You have the castle mm-hmm. that we normally see. You have the castle we have now. And then you have the castle that is basically just um, walls that have paintings on them because they're refurbishing the castle. And mm-hmm. it seems like you you can't, you can't ever get a really good shot of the castle because there's something going on. And now we have a castle that's fresh and new and people just kind of want to complain about it. And I'm just like, just (laughs) take
1: the picture. It looks good. I think it looks good. The other thing is just saying, Oh, it looks like sleeping. Beauty's castle in Disneyland. This one's a whole lot bigger. If you haven't seen both of them, Cinderella castle is a whole lot bigger. And like I said, it's an anniversary thing. It's a seasonal thing. Um, there was a seasonal thing that i can't remember if it was the 35th anniversary or the 40th anniversary um where they put like swirls on the turrets and there were characters like um character figures so like peter pan and wendy were kind of swirling and flying around a couple of the turrets um things like that mm-hmm. i thought that was pretty cool um but we also hope that um happily ever after will come back fairly soon um and so when you're projection mapping, you have to have a solid surface in some cases to project on. So those yeah. things that stick off and add extra pieces um, may not have worked so well with the projection mapping and the animation that goes on there. So
0: yeah,
1: you get know, a lot of things have, to think about, but I, yeah. I think it looks pretty darn
0: good. Yeah. Fine. And when it comes to the, the projector mapping, you can have, you know, uh genie's body on one side and then his head completely you know on the the other other. side yeah so that's
1: um,
0: great i i think it looks really good and um you kind of mentioned um happily ever after which is not available right now because disney's trying to control how people are grouped together and how you know how often they do that um we do want to let people know though that the character interactions and the character the magic that comes with seeing your favorite characters is not entirely gone uh we do have several that was a big in- concern
1: yeah yeah was a big concern. so we
0: have several instances where um characters are out and they're roaming around in new ways that they haven't been able to do in years because of crowd levels and you know we know disney said that they were not going to do any parades um scheduled parades however we have found out that they do do parades throughout the day, they just don't tell you when they're going on. Mm-hmm. So- They're calling them extra magic moments. Yeah. So there's a magic moment happening. Yep. And uh, what and it's that magic neat. moment
1: is, yeah. What that magic oh. moment looks like is one or two parade floats with various characters on them will just randomly at different times of the day appear and run the parade route. So you don't know mm-hmm. they're coming. Uh, you don't know who's going to be on them it's just a magic moment that here comes a parade with some Disney music and characters, um, you know, interacting with you from the parade floats like, like normal, um, in that instance. So I, I think it's, it's
0: pretty very, cool. Yeah. It's, it's very different than your normal Disney parade though, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've seen Merida walk down, or, uh, ride down main street on a horse on one of the Clydesdales. Mm-hmm. Um, We have seen Tinkerbell swinging from a little pirate's treasure chest. Mm -hmm. Um, I have seen a princess float with all your favorite princesses on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mickey and Minnie have been on a float. Aladdin and Jasmine were on one. So, I mean, it's a wide array of different characters that you can see at any moment. And like you said, you don't know when it's happening. You're just enjoying your day and out there they are and they're interacting and they're, you know, they're, they're putting smiles on faces and it's, it's a great experience. And each park has their own different version. Mm -hmm. So I I particularly, yeah, I I like the Hollywood studios version where they come down the parade float uh, parade line in a, um, in cars. So I think that's that's
1: some of the old parades that they used to do at the studios is, um, you know, they, they would treat the characters as celebrities you know, grand mm-hmm. marshals in the parade riding, you know, on the back of the convertible um, or vehicles designed specifically for certain characters. Um, so it's great to yeah. see those back in the parks as well. Yeah, great.
0: We've seen Minnie and Mickey on one. Um, we had Edna Mode on one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, We we there was four different ones that I saw at Hollywood Studios. I think Ariel was on one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was one of the Incredibles. That's what I was thinking. I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. So so um, lots of different, oh, no, I have seen Buzz Lightyear one. car. That's what it was. There's it was Buzz, Buzz Lightyear car. Um, and then Edna Mode was the Incredibles. Um, I haven't seen the one for Animal Kingdom or for Epcot yet. So I don't know if they're doing anything like that. But you still do have characters out at those parks as well.
1: So, so we've been told that the characters at Animal Kingdom are going by on the boats. Through the river around yeah, Discovery right. Island. So they're kind of waiting. That, yeah. So this is a very different interaction um, for most people. Yes, you are not able to go up and hug your favorite character right now. Um, you know, that just doesn't permit with social distancing and, um, you know, people smiling and, and getting all over a character sometimes. <laughs> um, it, it makes sense, right? Yeah. So you're getting these magic moments on a parade float and. Um, if you've ever interacted with characters from Parade Float, uh, you know yelling out to them, "Hey, Donald, Daisy, so happy to see you," things like that. They hear that, and they're gonna, you know, in many cases, they will look right at you. They try to find who's calling their name. Um, you know, they blow kisses and wave right at you. Um, you know, if it's Donald, he tells you he's number one. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of really fun things you can do that are a little bit different. Um, some of the other things that are going on with characters are. Um, random characters are showing up on main street on the upper platform of the main street train station. So yeah. it's closed off to guests. You can't get up there, um, but they're up there and they're speaking to people. Um, many of them are the face characters. Um, we've seen uh, Cinderella, Prince charming, um, the stepsisters. Um, I think Cruella deville has been up there. Um, Gaston's been up there. And many of these guys have mics and they're actually, you know, talking to you and you can hear them. Um, and they're interacting with different people. People yell things at them. It's kind of fun. So it's interesting to see how they're um, being able to pull those interactions. And most of those characters have been um, what we call the face characters, where you can see their face and they're actually kind of talking to you. Um, But we've also seen things like uh, at the Crystal Palace, where um, you would normally meet Pooh and friends when you go and have a meal there. The Crystal Palace uh, I don't know what you'd call it the porch, I guess, out front, yeah. which is often the waiting area for people to go in, um, is kind of roped off and the characters are coming out up there so you're you know kind of at a distance around, along the planners from them, um, but they're there and they're interacting with you and they're um, you know sending virtual hugs and things out you can tell um, so it, it's kind of interesting to see how they're able to pull the characters back in the parks and, and what they're able to do um, to still give you an opportunity. To, to have an interaction with a character even though you can't get up really close to them
0: Yeah, I um I think some of the best ones that I've seen are um, videos of the um, Stepsisters from Cinderella comment and just poke fun at the, um, the Visitors as they're going in and out from you know underneath mm-hmm. the train station and then I completely forgot about it but the the, the boat um, at uh, Animal Kingdom Pocahontas and Miko where oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. just going by on the boat. And I was just like, that is so fitting for them. They don't need to be on a parade floor or anything. They need to be on a boat on a river going yep. through the forest. Yep. And I just thought that was the coolest thing ever because we see the parades My all the time. Just it's, going around the river bend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, but we see the parades all the time because we go so often. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool to see something different. And, you know, again, we want the parades to come back, but, what's available to us now is a good option. You still get to see them, you get to interact and there's just, there's a different interaction to it that you don't normally get, which again, to me is refreshing. So, and
1: if you um, master the art of the selfie, right? Uh, You can actually get a great picture, selfie picture with the characters in the background at a distance. Uh, And if they see you and they see you're trying to get a picture, they will interact and they will, you know, pop in and out and, uh, kind of do something entertaining for you a lot of times um, and not just stand there and stand still and pose. So um, yeah, again, it's cool to see it's a new challenge um, you know, for the characters and and how can they react and interact with people? Um, I think it's kind of cool, you know, with where we are right now and not being able to run up and give somebody a hug. um, I think it's a great option. And we were not sure what was going to happen with characters. So
0: yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm glad they're still there. Um, again, like you said, it gives them an opportunity to act a little different than they normally would with a line of people waiting for them to, you know, take their picture and move on. Um, another thing that people really love when it comes to characters is character meals and character dinings. Um, those are, some of those are still there. We were surprised at that. Yeah. So I know garden grill has one, um, Topolino. Yep. And I believe there's one other chef mickey's that's the other one that i was thinking of um and if they the way that i've seen it done is they you know they they don't come around table to table anymore but they will come around a section and they will interact to you know in front of the whole group still do their normal skit that they do um it, and it, it again it, it's just another interaction that you get to have with your favorite favorite characters that we didn't think was going to be available so mm-hmm. i'm glad to see that they still have those options at least and you know Maybe after a couple weeks, we'll see some more open back up, right?
1: Um, Or some more creative ways to bring the the characters in. Um, I think they're finding some pretty interesting ways to do it. Uh, I like it,
0: yeah. I love the way they're doing the garden, yeah. I love the way they're doing garden grill. Um, if you've never eaten at the garden grill, it is a rotating restaurant um, that has two levels to it, and I believe the parties that are eating are sitting on the lower level, which mm-hmm. I say lower level, the upper level is one step up. Um and <laughs> like the characters it. are yeah the, the characters are on the upper level and as the restaurant's rotating around the characters are singing and dancing and you know just interacting with everybody from the tables and so they're they're still right there. There's just a little bit of a barrier between you and them and it's almost if you've ever had the character experience at the meal you really don't even notice much of a difference because they're still so close to you. You just can't touch them. That's so, so fun.
1: It's great. Yeah. like how can you not have a good time?
0: Yeah, with characters there. So, so I, I definitely like that one and how they're doing it. And like you said, hopefully they come up with some more creative ways to get some of those meals back out to people because it's it's a great way to meet your characters. Mm-hmm. So.
1: So let's move on. What else is changing that we know of at the Magic Kingdom, or we've had announced?
0: This is kind of um, an
1: interesting one to me. It's kay. been announced, but not necessarily when.
0: Oh, you're talking about the Splash Mountain. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, Disney has officially said that this has been in the works for a while, and they are going to go through the process of retheming Splash Mountain at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Um, and they're going to change it from the song of the South theme to a princess and the frog theme. Um, kind of a lot of uproar over this decision as well. Um, I'm not really sure why this one is such a controversy. Um, I love the attraction. It's one of my favorite. It's one of the longest attractions, um, to ride, um, you know, for the length of time you're on a ride. Um, it's a great ride system, um. I remember, Brian, you might not because you're a little bit younger than I am. I actually remember seeing Song of the South way back when. Um, but this is one that's in the vaults and will never come back out. Nobody's going to see it again. Most of the younger kids don't know who Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Fox are. Um, so I get that it's time to make a change because you know Song of the South was very racially tinged at the time. And that's why you will probably never find it out um, released again. Uh, It just is, it's too, it's too out there for, um, it probably was too out there for when it came out, but obviously it's way too out there for now. Um, (laughs) uh, But the ride is going to be the same ride. You know, they're not going to completely change the ride. They're going to retheme it. Um, I don't mind this so much because I just don't think that many people know the story and know what it is. It's a great attraction and I like it. Um, I just, I don't, I don't mind the change as much. What do you think?
0: Yeah. So I guess this is where I have to lose my Disney fan card and say that I have never seen (laughs) song of the South. Well, I I don't Um, blame
1: you. Like I said, you're a little bit younger than I am and I it's been a long time since
0: I think anybody's been able to see it. So I, I do know the story of it, uh, the premises. I also know that at the beginning um, it's it mentions that these are slave tales that have been passed down from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, all of my other personal feelings with the whole situation aside, I feel like that's a teaching opportunity that we're missing um, sure. because it's part, it, it's part of history. It's part of history. Now, with that being said, I personally don't care one way or the other. Um, as far as the ride being rethemed or not, you have a whole generation of people who have no idea who these characters are. Mm-hmm. And my kids just, they, they're not, a, they're not attracted to the ride because of the characters, they're attracted to the ride because of the drop. Yep. Um, I'm the same way. I'm, the story holds my interest for a little while. It's kind of cool to see. It's a classic. So at that point, I'm like, yeah, you know, we got to ride Splash Mountain, Um, you know, but I'm excited to see what they do with it. Like, I love uh, the Princess and the Frog uh, movie and the the soundtrack with it, the whole story. it's one of my favorite princess movies. I hate to say that, (laughs) but I I really love it. And so I'm excited to see, I think it makes a little more sense to put it where they're putting it in um, Disneyland versus Mm -hmm. Disney world because of where splash mountains located. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, who knows whether or not they're going to continue refurbishing that area down there in Adventureland, and kind of, and frontier land and and making that a little bit more um of a new orleans flair or because i mean they already have the riverboat down there Mm -hmm. um tom sawyer's island we like it because it gives you a nice little break and you can kind of just walk around and what you know waste time they've got some slides and some stuff for the kids but uh, that can easily be redone to something else um you have that old theater in the back that's not being used for anything really anymore Uh, so there's a lot of opportunity back there to make some changes so Who knows if they add on to to the land later, but I'm okay with the the Tiana getting her own spotlight. She deserves it. Uh, Yeah,
1: I I think it would be a a nice change and um, a lot more appropriate, but...
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's just bad timing, I think is really what it was. I I think if they really had it in the works, like they said they did, and I'm not going to say Disney's lying to us or anything, but I I feel like (laughs) with the situation that we're in in the world right now, it may have been a little... I thought maybe they might have been thought they were making a good decision and saying, let's announce it now. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of backlash. So. Yeah, there, there's a lot of backlash with it. But again, uh, I, I think so that's I'm not sure just because it's, your... it's kind of a classic and people are like, that's... don't touch the classics. But yeah, I think that's what it is. The same thing with Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I don't like the Winnie the Pooh. I feel like he needed to be represented it's... a little bit more in the park. But I, I, it's the you same thing. You can still with... find Toad at Disneyland. Yes, you can. In his a in his man. spot, uh, well, and you can still find him at Walt Disney World too, where he's signing over the deed to Winnie the Pooh. But uh, you got to look for that one. So well,
1: and there is also a statue
0: of Toad in the
1: uh, Animal Graveyard at Haunted Mansion.
0: That's that's true. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I I think you're right. I think it's people just don't touch my classic, um, leave it alone. But yeah, I, I, I think this will I be okay. The, yeah, uh, it doesn't exactly fit where it's going, well, but I, I, I see that being a very popular ride when it's finished. I think so, too, and uh, the
1: interesting part of it to me is there's no timeline. Um, no. Granted, we're, we're still in a very interesting phase of life at the moment, where Disney World has been closed for months, and you know there's no revenue coming in, and many attractions um, have actually been postponed or shelved. Um, so, uh, if we move on to, to that portion, um, we are hearing things like the announced, um, Mary Poppins attraction for Epcot is on indefinite I'm so, hold.
0: I'm so disappointed about that one.
1: I know. I think that would be a great attraction and I was really looking forward to it, but, um, we have to look at again logistics and in revenue and yeah. what's been going on with them for a while and there's no money coming in so yeah. it's hard to develop and spend
0: money on new attractions um, that haven't even started yet um you can't say no money's coming in though because all these people that have been sitting at home for three months has decided you know what, we got to get disney plus
1: <laughs> disney plus has been so great for this <laughs> it's crazy um yeah so so we've heard that um the mary poppins attraction for epcot is on indefinite hold Um, We've also heard, which some people are kind of excited about, is that the refurbishment of Space Mountain, I'm sorry, of Spaceship Earth is also on hold. Um, It was supposed to have closed already right as we were going into the beginning of the closures. Um, So a lot of people were upset that they might have missed their last ride on Spaceship Earth before it changed. Um, And it turns out that one is now also on indefinite hold. So, okay, Uh, I I get that. Again, there's a lot of things going on. Yeah, yeah. What's not on hold and what has resumed construction um, are uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Cosmic Rewind. So that coaster is have construction going again, and they're working on that. Um, they've also resumed construction on the Tron Coaster, uh, Light Cycle Run. So that's good. Those are hopefully still scheduled to open in twenty twenty one for the anniversary. I would expect. Um, No announcement yet, but I would expect a lot of the other changes coming to Epcot are probably on a bit of a hold, um, even though a lot of demolition has already started. So
0: I'm curious
1: to see where they go with that.
0: Yeah, I've seen pictures of the entranceway. Um, That one looks to be continued on as scheduled. The entrance Um, of the
1: Epcot portion, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And uh, the Ratatouille ride was just about finished, if I remember right. correctly, before this whole thing. So that one, I, I still imagine will be um, completed by the end of the year, like it was on schedule. I think they probably just have to do some test runs, honestly. Yeah, they were um, looking so, at a
1: summer twenty
0: twenty. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, going into spring, right when everything stopped. So, um, so I, I would expect details, that one coming.
0: Yeah, finishing details and some. Um, trial runs, you know, probably by the fall, I don't think think
1: we would get that one back on track. Um, it it was just too far along, like, you know, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy and Tron was too far along not to finish. Um, Mm -hmm. so some of the other things, you know, like, uh, the Moana water exhibit walkthrough, um, the building where that attraction walkthrough is supposed to go is still standing. So, um, I'm curious to see what they're going to do there. The big yeah. pavilion that was supposed to be um, you know, the festival pavilion out towards the, the end of World Showcase or end of uh, Future World towards the Lagoon. Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea. That would be interesting to see. Nothing has started on that yet. Um, they're still demolishing some of Communicore um, buildings. So lots of interesting still up in the air changes happening at Epcot. Yeah. Haven't heard a whole lot about the Play Pavilion in quite a while. Um, that's where the Wonders of Life used to be. Next Mm -hmm. to Mission Space um, and uh,
0: Guardians of the Galaxy, Um, haven't heard anything about Space Twenty Twenty. No, and with the Play Pavilion, there were some big time rumors coming with that that -hmm. specific section of real estate. So, this is maybe giving them some time to evaluate what they really want to do with that. Um, The the space. 2020, I'm kind of excited about
1: Space 2020. I want to go there so bad. I,
0: yeah, that's one I, I, w- I wish they would give us something. Yeah, um, it just keeps getting and, delayed. And the same thing with the uh, the Star Wars Resort. I believe they have uh, started construction on that, or I resumed construction on that one as well. Resumed construction as well. So uh, I had a client ask me about Space uh, Splash Mountain asking when the refurbishment was. And I said, honestly, I, I, I don't have any idea. Right. And she said, Oh, we were looking at going in June, but I want to write it one more time. And my instant thought was, well typically they shut water rides down in the winter so they can go through and you know refurbish them, text, uh, touch up paint, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I was like, well, I know they just did that with Splash Mountain either last year or the year before, yeah, uh, either, either this winter or the winter before. And I said, I, I don't see them doing it again right away but who knows yeah. yeah but but who knows i mean they
1: yeah no dates have been announced for that so yeah but, so but so yeah, wait and see if you want
0: to ride splash mountain one more time we suggest Let getting down there just in case <laughs> yeah so well, we're happy to help you get there <laughs> yeah um, um
1: moving on know, I, outside uh we have a little bit more about uh, hollywood studios and what's going on over there
0: Yes. Yeah, so they have announced a, a virtual queue for rise of the resistance, which we figured was probably coming. Um, do you we want were to doing it before? Yeah. Uh,
1: but it, they tweaked it a little bit, correct? Yes. So instead of everybody having to be in the park and scanned in, you know, the minute the park officially opens, um, they're actually trying to space out the um, boarding groups now. So they're trying to release boarding groups at 10, one and four three times a day, um, as long as the attraction is operating normally and they're able to get everybody through. So if, um, you know, four o'clock rolls around and uh, it's time to release more boarding groups and the attraction's been down for a good portion of the day and the people from 10 o'clock still haven't been able to go through, um, they may not release new ones at four o'clock. So keep that in mind. Um, this is a, a hugely technological attraction. Um, you know, I, I'd heard that a lot about this one being built before um, we got to see it. Um, and you may not realize it when you ride, but there's a lot going on in that building. Um, and so it has to have a little bit of time to work its way in sometimes. Um, Tower of Terror was like that when Tower of Terror was being constructed. It had a lot of issues um, and it worked out and it's a great attraction. So um, I have heard that even with the three different, Boarding groups being released, not everybody is still getting to to experience Rise of the Resistance. Um, so it's not that different from prior to the closing when you had to all be in the park at, you know, 7am if the park was opening at 7 to, to take your chance. So you at least get a little more opportunity um, to do that and, and opportunity to try and get uh, an attraction or experience that attraction. They are also still saying that um, each guest will only be allowed one boarding group per day. So if you happen to get the 10 AM boarding group and you get to ride, you will not be able to get one at one and four o'clock. Um, yeah. Again, just to get everybody the, the chance to experience the attraction. Um, I was lucky enough to do it three times when we were there. It was three different days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't see it three different times in three different days. Um, and I, had different things operating and not operating as we went through. So I've seen some of the the variations that are to it. Um, so the attraction can operate if certain effects do not work. Um, if you haven't seen anything about some of the making of um, there's like an an a scene and a B scene in some of the rides, uh, some of the show scenes. So as you go in, if part of the the a scene is not working, it can transition to a B scene. Um, and you still get the storyline and the, the plot, but it's a different experience. So I don't want to necessarily give that away. There's information yeah. out online. You can find out if you're really curious about that. Um, I was lucky enough to see an A and a B um, in that particular scene that I'm talking about. So I felt bad when I saw the B, but because I knew that <laughs> the big part wasn't there, but I still got to experience both. And i like, all right, that, that was actually pretty cool. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not that different other than you get three chances a day. Um, to try and get a spot if they're you know able to keep operating, um, you know it 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 had a lot of downtimes in the beginning um, yeah, it and did. it had been shut down for several months, so yeah. they're you know working through those things again to try and get it up and running. Um, be patient and uh when you get to see it, if you're a Star Wars fan, you might cry a little. just gonna say <laughs> it, it's a now, pretty cool attraction.
0: I can't remember if they're doing it for this one or not, but I know they're doing it for um, some of the Harry Potter rides uh, at Universal. Are mm-hmm. they closing some of the pre shows? So you just walk right in and not gathering? Um,
1: to my understanding, yes.
0: Okay, I thought they easy. were, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to say so because I know at Hagrid's, not Hagrid's, um, uh, Escape from Grignotz and. Um, Oh my God. Forbidden journey.
1: Forbidden journey one. Yeah. They're, they're shutting of some of the pre-shows
0: better. down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just
1: that they so, don't want people to gather and stop in an area and create a yeah. crowd uh, in yeah. an indoor space. So yeah, there, there's yeah. a little bit of that,
0: um, which is understandable.
1: Right. But the attraction is still amazing. So yes, yes. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, one other thing that's going on at Disney, we kind of alluded to before um. What's going on with the NBA,
0: Brian? So if you are a sports fan, you kind of know at the moment that the NBA has made the decision to finish its season at the Walt Disney World Resort um, in the ESPN Complex. In order to do that, Disney has created, and the NBA has created a bubble mm-hmm. for, the, for the NBA players and all the games, and they call it the Disney, buzz, the Disney Bubble and the nba teams are spread out through three different resorts and those resorts are your your housed your nba team is housed at a resort based on their record so your top teams are all at one resort your middle class teams or middle tier teams are at another resort and then your teams on the outside of the playoffs are at a separate resort and the idea of this is once teams are eliminated from making the playoffs, they have no um, mathematical chance of becoming a playoff team, those teams are sent home. And that, that resort will open up a couple weeks after all those teams are um, eliminated from the playoff rankings. Um, in order to create this, this bubble, Disney had to do, and the NBA had to come up with some policies, and one of those policies is you had to test negative twice before you could even travel to Orlando And I know when we first got this news, everybody was in an uproar about all these players coming in and bringing the virus with them to Orlando and creating a bigger um, situation than what is already there. Um, Disney has done a very good job of keeping these same employees at these resorts. Their employees are being tested regularly, they're having their temperatures checked, all the policies and procedures they have to do if they're working at the parks or the other resorts. The NBA players, however, like I said, they have to test negative twice before they can travel to Orlando. Once they reach Orlando, they have to do a small quarantine within their resort. And then after that, they're still doing regular tests. Um, they're still having their temperature checked every day. And they cannot leave their resort for any reason whatsoever. And we've seen okay. that the yeah, they, they, we've seen the NBA, uh, right now it's the resort. Um, mm-hmm. Once play starts, then they'll open the bubble up a little bit and you can travel from, they've get times and dates when they can do this, uh, once they hit benchmark A, then they can travel to other resorts um, and interact with other teams. And then games will start, but they're still testing on a daily basis. They're still done temperature checks. They're required to wear a mask at all times, just like any other guest is. Um, they have food that is brought to them, which some people are complaining about. Um, (laughs) you're making millions of dollars to play basketball. I don't have, I don't see how you have any right to complain, but there are some people doing it. Um, and like I said, once games start, um, once that team is eliminated, they're sent home. So it's not like these guys are going to the parks and, you know, hanging out in the resorts and partying up like NBA players normally will do on their own. Um. They're there to play basketball and that's it. We have they're been told not allowed at the parks. Yeah. We, we've been told really that they can to go leave the resort. Yeah. They, they cannot leave their resort or their bubble. Um, and it's, it's three resorts. And I know, um, Caribbean beach, the grand Floridian. I cannot remember. Coronado, remember. Coronado Springs. Coronado. Um, so is it, is it Caribbean or is it Coronado?
1: Uh, I know it's Florida and Coronado I'm not sure what the third one was
0: maybe maybe it's That's, Port Orleans
1: one of the um yeah one of the players made comments about Coronado's newly refurbished room being like a Motel 6 yes it was like yeah. not any Motel 6 I've ever seen but okay. no
0: no <laughs> uh, yeah and and we have been told that they can visit the parks after the parks are closed um but again all these players have been tested and all of them are Negative. Um, they just released a report the other day that they tested, I believe it was 346 players and coaches and did not have one positive test. So the bubble's working. Yeah.
1: Well, and so, the way this bubble is working is at those resorts. So, first of all, Coronado and um, whichever the other resort is, we can't remember, um, they are completely closed uh, yep. to other guests. So, the resort that um, has guests at it is actually the Grand Floridian Resort. Um, But part of the bubble is there is a large, I think they're saying 12-foot-tall fence. Uh, It's 10 or 12-foot-tall fence that is actually separating the players' um, resort buildings from non, some regular guest resort buildings. So you can't even see through the fence and see who's over there. Um, They're not allowed to co-mingle with day guests and go in there. They're not allowed to go to the parks. And then once play resumes, as Brian's talking about, they've actually got practice courts set up in the conference centers. Yep. So they can go in and practice and work in there. Uh, And when play resumes, it will be at the ESPN Wide World of Sports, um, where, you know, the um, buildings are built in to have camera equipment and camera crews, and they're ready to do that so they can um, broadcast the playoff games. Uh, And that bubble will continue. Uh, ESPN Wide World of Sports will not be open to guests, it will only be open to NBA. Uh, teams, players, coaches, et cetera. Um, and they will have dedicated buses taking them from their resort to uh, wide world of sports and back. So they're keeping them in that bubble um, and making sure that there's there's no commingling and no um, additional opportunity uh, to you know not socially distance. So
0: yeah, so to kind of show you how serious the NBA and Disney is being about this is if somebody by chance does test positive, um, they're sent home. Um, They have to prove that they have two negative tests within a certain time frame. I think it's 72 hours. Then they can travel back to Orlando. Then they go through another 14-day quarantine. And then they have to provide two negative tests again once they're in Orlando. There's also reports that NBA players are wearing basically what's like an ankle bracelet. And if you get too close to another NBA player that is not on your team, then your ankle bracelet goes off. (laughs) <laughs> and so everybody around you knows that you're breaking the policies. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like you're on serious. house arrest. Yeah. But, uh,
1: you know, we've all kind of been on our own little house arrest for the last few months. And <laughs> let me tell you, if I was going to be quarantined, I wouldn't mind being quarantined at a Disney resort. Just yes. saying. I, like, yeah, yes. there's so much going on there and, and uh, so much to do.
0: Um, yeah.
1: It's, it's even like even those... walking around and things. It's just... Yeah.
0: It's, it's like those celebrities out there saying we're all in the same boat together. Your yacht is staying afloat. I'm on the Titanic right now. Okay, like,
1: <laughs> We're not in the same
0: boat. We're in the same ocean. You, but... <laughs> you might have a
1: cruise ship and we're on a canoe or a paddle yeah. boat over here. Yeah. Like, yeah, the different thing so, going on. Uh,
0: yeah. I agree. I'd much yeah, rather so be there's... in the motel six of Disney world. Like give right. me that every day, all day
1: long. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind um so that, that's a lot of ground to cover it's a lot of things changing and going on um anything else you can think of brian that we want to cover right now
0: um so disney springs is still open and still operating uh under the same policies as uh previous um which we mentioned before whether social distancing allowing certain number of people in per store um some of the bars at one time were told to shut down again, um, mm. but I believe they have gotten a, basically it was a restraining order so they can open back up. Uh, and it may not be all of them, but I believe there are a couple of them that have successfully successfully petitioned to be open while this is going on. Um, so it's good news for those who travel down to Disney Springs and love to get, you know, bite to eat at their favorite bar pub type places because we all need to drink every now and then.
1: So. Well, like one of them that was talking about was um, Chef Art Smith's, one of my favorites, Chef Art Smith's mm-hmm. Home Coven. Um, there's nothing healthy at all to eat in that place, but it's so <laughs> amazingly good. Um, it, it's all home cooking stuff. Um, but they actually expanded and they put in uh, an outdoor lounge and patio uh, to be able to accommodate more guests. Um, and so that area was it was not able to open. Um, but then they went, you know, outdoor. So they were able to put tables out there. So um, it's a big gray area. If you go and have a meal, you can obviously have a cocktail and a beverage. Um, I think what they're trying to avoid is people sitting at a bar, um, you know, mm-hmm. sh- shoulder to shoulder with everybody, um, having a beverage and enjoying themselves, and you know, forgetting about the the distance and the the safety yeah. issues. So you
0: know, uh, we kind we of understand. That,
1: that.
0: Yeah, we all know that one person that likes to drink a little bit too much, and when they drink a little bit too much, they get really loud and really expressive when they talk and you know, so you kind of I feel like you're feel what they're saying, Brian. no, well, like but I'm
1: say just my name <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you feel what they're saying before you hear it, so
1: I might uh, have resembled that
0: a couple of times. I'm just saying no, uh, but no it's 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 good to know that those options are still there. A lot of those options are still there, um especially right now, with the parks the way they are, if you have a five day trip planned and you get through four of the parks and you know half days is, is some reports Big that different. people. Yeah, you can spend yeah. the rest of the day at Disney Springs. So
1: or your resort, trying to get into the pool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so many great things to do still, a um, lot of great opportunities. Um the magic might be a little bit different, but the magic is still there. So
0: yeah. So um I don't think we covered the did we cover the permanent closures that we've we just come not. across recently? Did I don't think we did. So um we a couple there are three uh, experiences no. i guess that disney has come out with um a couple of them have been down for a little while anyway um or been seasonal um stitch's great escape is one that i personally i didn't have a problem with i liked but they have decided to close that one permanently uh, i imagine they'll still move stitch and his character experience later on to a different location but you got to have stitch somewhere in the park i know he's at the poly but I, feel like I think they were saying you could meet him over
1: the Rocket Tower Plaza stage. That's what they were saying. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, Rivers of Light was another one that is at Animal Kingdom. It's their nighttime show that they have decided to um, cancel permanently. And then, oh, right yeah. Um, which that was always one that I think had a hard time gaining a lot of guest interest because it's not really a fireworks show. Uh, because of the animals, you can't have fireworks that close. Um, I personally... terrorize the animals every night. Come on now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never really got into the Rivers of Light. Um, because we... Honestly, we didn't really stay that late. And... Um, I
1: saw it. I enjoyed it. Um, it's a very different experience without fireworks. Which, you know, we knew. We knew it was going to be a different experience yeah. without fireworks. But... Yeah. Um, I don't know. I... Not that depressed.
0: Yeah, and, and then
1: unfortunately, it's not you know not yeah, one of the highest rated nighttime attractions.
0: No, uh, and then the last one has been down for a while anyway because it has um, needed a part replaced, and it seems like it's been impossible to find that part. But Primeval World at Animal Kingdom is also closing permanently. So mm-hmm. I like that one. That one was a good one. It made you sick a little bit, but I uh, I didn't mind it. Gave you a little back realignment or, or disalignment (laughs) depending on where you sat. Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. It it was a, it was a fun attraction, but it was one of those kind of off the shelf. We need some more things for animal kingdom. Oh, here's an attraction that fits the theming. Let's throw it in here. It was definitely nothing, you know, Disney. um, So I don't know. It was kind of interesting. Um, I would not write it every time personally.
0: Um, Yeah. It was a carnival ride to me so it just right. it fit like you say it fit the land um right. definitely wasn't disney though yeah so. but i'd like to see something come back
1: in there um it's a fairly good size amount of space um for something to come in and replace that uh down the yeah. line so and the not, not huge the... um issues on any of these that are closing maybe more no. servers so of light than anything but
0: yeah because yeah. you, you're taking out the nighttime experience which you can always do the projection on the um, the tree of life life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you have an opportunity to do something big there. Um, whether that's some other kind of nighttime show um, with like a water pageantry or something, but um, you have an opportunity with a lot of, a lot of water there and a lot of good seating, to be honest, to, to put on a good show. Um, and then with Stitches Great Escape, That area the that kids did not like it. <laughs> no, and, and it's it was so hard area for most kids. Yeah, and and you take that out. They already had the alien encounter. They took that out. They put Stitch in as a PG version of that. But that setup is, I feel like, would be so hard to replace and put something different in there because it's it's a round room and there's only well, so much you can do rumors. with something like that.
1: So there's been rumors of a possible Wreck It Ralph attraction. Being designed for
0: there, which I would love to
1: see. That would be great. Bring some more of those characters into the park. Yeah, Uh, nothing has been announced. There's just been talk about that that we've seen in several places. Um, We also heard talk in the past of replacement monorails that that have not materialized yet either. Um, No official announcement. So yeah, yeah. Rumors are what rumors are, folks. Don't don't always get caught up in the rumors. Wait for the official announcement.
0: Yeah, here, here lately, there were so many announcements or rumors before COVID hit that just never came true, you know, and it yep. probably won't. So. Yep, that's true. We'll have to see. But, um, I don't know. I am i don't mind a lot of the changes. I feel like change is good. Uh, Walt Disney even said that basically it was always going to be constant changing. Like yep. That was his vision. Magic if, will never you, be complete. Yeah. And if you the minute you say we're finished is the minute you, you stop dreaming, you stop, you know, imagining, and that's just not Disney. So. Right. It's, I'm okay with it. There, there's not one thing. The
1: main theme of Disney.
0: Yeah. There, there's not one thing that we discussed today that I'm against and say, I can't do this. I won't go because of this. And, you know, I, I'm completely okay with the people that say i'm not going to wear a mask i'm not going to go to disney and i'm like okay that's fine just wait to go to disney after i go so that way you're you know the crowds are less <laughs> or the, the crowds are right. down we're, we're going to take advantage um, of those smaller crowds as much as we yeah. can yeah <laughs> so um because people are going to come back one way or another i mean if they're if they're not good with what's going on now eventually they'll be back um but yeah i'm i'm okay with everything that we discussed tonight it's, and we're booked
1: for february for so far And we're we're looking at something maybe before that, but
0: uh, we are booked for a trip in February. I'm hoping the the race still happens after the news of the wine and dine being canceled. um, I'm hoping we still get to do
1: it, yeah. Yeah, so I don't think Brian and I have officially said that yet. Um, We, as well as several of our other um, EARS agents, have uh, signed up for the Princess 5K run in February. So there's um, eight or 10 of us um, that are gonna go together um, as ears groups and go and uh, do the Princess 5K as long as we can and uh, spend some time there as agents and join uh, some of the things Disney has to offer together. So that we're, we're really looking forward to that. Um, but we're also kind of looking to, to try and squeeze in a fall trip yep. um, before that too. So um, yep. we'll keep you posted on that. But right now we're booked in what? February. You know, even if the run doesn't happen in February, which I'm totally for, um, i'm still going i I think we should go hang out even if the run doesn't happen
0: the hotel's booked i mean so kind of have to go right yeah i have to go uh as far as the fall trip as long i mean i just need the schools to make a decision on what they're doing so yeah yeah and i know i'm not the only one i know there's a bunch of parents listening that are like yes amen we understand we need our kids to get out of the house too (laughs) so definitely so but all right well this
1: was a uh, long episode come back but we had a lot to talk about we had a lot to to bring to everybody
0: i I feel like it went by rather quickly though um so but i mean we did give out a lot of information to you guys um if you have any questions if you have any comments we definitely love reading the comments um we try to get to as many of them as we can um but we want to know your thoughts especially on the splash mountain refurbishment and the changes there um the mask mandate, um, be gentle, <laughs> yeah. be, be gentle with the mask, but we, we want to hear your thoughts on the mask. We definitely want to hear your thoughts on the character interactions um, and a new reservation system. If you have used it and you like it, if you don't like it, let us know there too. Um, but as always, we like to leave you with a little bit of a quote and with everybody kind of sitting around lately, um, thinking about all the different things you can do. it This one kind of stuck out to me. Walt Disney once said, when you're curious, you find lots of interesting things to do. Mm-hmm. And I know that's true for me. I've done so many things around the house that I normally probably wouldn't have done because I would, wouldn't have time uh, or I would use that as my excuse anyway. <laughs> um, but it, it's yeah, so true. Like, yeah, when, when you have time to sit and think, um, you come up with things to do. So um, I just thought that was fitting by Walt tonight. And um, I look forward to the next episode. All right, folks, remember to keep in touch. You can find us on the web at gearspodcast.com.
1: You can find us on Facebook at gearspodcast. And we are on uh, Instagram and Twitter at gears underscore podcast. Um, You know, you can find us on uh, our website where you can find links directly to Brian's uh, ears page or my ears page. Um, You know, reach out, let us know uh, what you think, what you'd like to hear, um, what your comments are. We appreciate hearing from you guys. And thank you for tuning in.
0: Thank you guys. Uh, Oh, I forgot to ask you one okay. last thing before we go. Do you know what attraction just recently celebrated their 26th anniversary? On July 22nd? Uh,
1: no, I'm going to lose my Disney fan card now.
0: We we talk about this one a lot and I didn't realize that I thought it was older than that, but it's tower of terror. Oh yeah. 26 years. That's right. I, I thought it was about 30, but so yeah and
1: it's a great so, attraction i love that attraction
0: i, I, I love that one too so uh, just had to throw that in there before we before we left um but again thank you guys for listening and we hope you turn in next time thanks everybody bye-bye All right. bye